Welcome, strangers, to Documentary, a show where we watch documentaries and then get together and talk about them. <laughs> I loved that. Yeah, we're good. I, that's it. <laughs> okay, I guess that's Let's it. Let's call it. All right. That was great. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Guys. Do you guys hear that? It sounds like... It sounds like another episode of Talkumentary. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to Talkumentary. My name is Jeff. I am your host. Tonight, I'm in the dark, dingy basement with Molly and Bryce. How are you guys? Woo! Woo. Feeling scared and spooky. Feeling mm. haunted very haunted down here today we, we have, have a seance going on we have uh one two three four <laughs> five candles and a little plastic skull um, what do you mean it's not real uh it is not real no oh. uh unfortunately um yes we are doing today's episode completely by candlelight and the light of these little screens in front of us because we are talking about the sleepless unrest the conjuring home we have been warned something bad is still here. Let's just film everything. Nobody's doing this. Nobody's staying at a place for more than one night or two nights. We're living with this. Holy. Be careful what you ask for. Holy. They will get your attention. But before we get any further into that, we have a very special guest for every one of our documentary listeners. I was able to get in touch with a good friend of mine who happens to live only a few minutes from The Conjuring House. He grew up in Rhode Island, which is considered to be, and he'll speak to this one, one of the most haunted and spooky parts of the country. He is an amazing tattooer. He is self-admittedly scared of everything. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. And he's on the line with us right now. Friends, strangers, please welcome the one and only Mr. Andrew Milko. Andrew. Hello, friends. Hello. Hi, sir. How are you, man? I'm, I'm like a disembodied voice in an old house. <laughs> so so cold <laughs> and non-existent. That's very on theme. Yeah, yeah I... Uh, like a flickering light. Yeah. <laughs> did you uh, you watch this documentary? What did you uh, in in two words? What did you think? Not good. <laughs> <laughs> those are those are appropriate two words for sure. Uh, thanks for being on our show with us, man. Um, as soon as we were watching this, and I saw where it was located, uh, I admittedly didn't know much about the Conjuring House. I'd seen the first movie, uh, but I didn't know a whole lot about it. And I saw Rhode Island. I, I uh, what was the name of the the town, Andrew? That that's oh, in. Is it? It's like so. I feel like it's it's not Burrowville, but it's really close to Burrowville. Yeah, I've got it in these right. notes somewhere. Doesn't There's matter. so many of these little villages around here that are not technically the town that they're in. Are they all ooky so, spooky towns? So much spooky business. That is the one part that that thing got right, which is that this is a very yeah spooky, spooky end of the world. Lots of 
lots of uh, old villages and graveyards and you know dilapidated and less dilapidated houses and i'm actually calling you from a uh the attic of a uh 1885 church oh so, dang yeah i've actually been in there i'm happy to you've, say you've been there. i was i was a, an early uh visitor of your your shop which is very very cool um yeah thank you so thanks for joining so us haunted. this week not very haunted anymore especially not since you're there uh this week, we watched, uh, like we said, an ooky spooky 80-minute documentary called The Sleepless Unrest, The Real Conjuring Home. It was so painful to watch. <laughs> this was made in 2021, so very recently. Uh, followed around a small group of paranormal investigators, if you want to call them that, mm -hmm. as they attempt to survive two weeks in the world-famous house in Harrisville, Rhode Island, that inspired oh, the Conjuring horror film series. Uh, believe it or not, The Sleepless Unrest has not won or been nominated for any awards. Really? That's crazy. Yeah, can you believe that? Believe right? that. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah. Not yet. No accounting for taste. Didn't, yeah. didn't get into the BAFTAs this time. Yeah. <laughs> Next nope. time. Next time. Uh, however, uh, this doc did get some really incredible reviews from critics, and I wrote a few of them down. <laughs> uh, Matthew Pejkovic from Matt's Movie Re Reviews calls this, quote, a paranormal nothing burger with extra cringe, <laughs> which I thought was pretty good. Uh, let's see. Dane Linford from Battleship Pretension, which is a pretty fun name. It's just also disappointing, and you're left wondering if they're just as thoroughly bored with it all as we were. So, uh, Honestly, this... seemed like it. Yeah, yeah, it did. <laughs> Uh, the Sleepless Unrest does not even register on the Rotten Tomatoes tomato meter. So if you go and look it up, it doesn't even have a score. Uh, but it does have an audience score, surprisingly, of 85, but it only what? has a whopping 100 ratings. So uh. Uh, let's see. Let's get into the credits. Directed by Kendall and Vera Welpton, who also starred in it. Produced by Corey Frost, Kendall and Vera Welpton. This film was a Grativas Ventures and Robot Ninja production, which is a super corny name. Mm-hmm. Uh, we streamed it on Amazon Prime Video, so no fault of Amazon Prime for this garbage. But <laughs> we will, of course, as always, have the link to these credits in our show notes. Quick warning. We are going to give spoilers to this. So if you're thinking about getting on and watching this, maybe do that before you listen. Or save yourself 80 minutes and don't. And just listen to it. Listen to this. Listen to this episode. Right. And if you watched it and you enjoyed it, turn this turn this episode off because you're not going to like it. <laughs> you're not going to like it at all. <laughs> let's talk about, unfortunately, let's talk about why we decided to watch The Sleepless Unrest this week. Uh, the documentary we were scheduled to watch, I think, was going to be really good. Yeah, I was really excited for yeah, it. Not yeah. gonna lie. I'm not gonna name it just because I think hopefully it will come on a streaming service sometime and we can we can watch it. But we had to kind of call an audible on this one. I tried for something paranormal because we don't have anything scheduled to do paranormal, um, regardless of my feelings, my my skepticism towards the paranormal. Uh it should be noted though that I choose these documentaries, the ones that I choose. I choose them based on the names and the cover alone, which 
The cover's the cover's cool. awesome. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, it's, and the title was really promising. Yeah, I, I was like, so oh, the Conjuring House. Like, this is gonna be so cool. It's gonna be so nifty. Agreed. <laughs> the the cover kind of has the cabin in the woods with the mm-hmm. the glowing orange windows with smoke coming out, and there's two eyes in the trees. Uh, you know, it's very it, spooky for for as far as you know, paranormal. Uh, movie covers, documentaries go. It's it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, it's the best part of the movie. <laughs> it literally is. Yep. Uh, I was so scared to watch the movie when I saw that, and I was like, "Oh man, this is going to be a scary thing." And, right. You yeah. know, I'm oh god, haunted houses, and um, you know, luck, lucky for me, that cover really really oversold it. Yeah, so. <laughs> lucky for you, especially because like like I mentioned before andrew you said you're scared of everything so but prior to what were your predictions here i figured it was going to be like a um uh, a documentary um, <laughs> like act, figured it was going to be an actual scary. one right and then maybe give some history or talk about anything uh-huh. uh, mm-hmm. and i would be scared especially even though it was you know nine in the morning in my spooky studio up here yep. and the rain and the cold and the gray and i was like oh this is good this is gonna be good i hope yep. i can sleep tonight and uh yeah how'd yeah, you sleep spoiler uh i'm, I'm gonna sleep fine i'll, I'll be <laughs> slept like a baby yeah i'll be good no problem i'll be i mean i could i could pretend like our uh, uh our illustrious hosts uh of the documentary i could pretend like i'm not sleeping but uh right i think yeah. i'll be fine i think exactly. i'll be fine Oh, did you did you hear that thump over there? <laughs> did you? Because I heard that. Are you keeping the lights on or off? Yeah, well, I think I think I sleep better with them off, even if there's a ghost in my room. Um, you know, I consider you know before watching this, I consider myself to be a skeptic of all things paranormal, of all things uh, spiritual, especially when it comes to like hauntings and things like that. And we'll kind of get into some of the things that they found and why it was bullshit. But uh, I didn't really realize how hard it was going to be to actually get pulled into this because admittedly, I so I don't believe in luck. I don't believe in spirits. I don't believe in the paranormal, but I love the lore behind all of that. Andrew, you know yes. this because I have lucky things tattooed all over me. Yes. I love little charms. I love uh, four-leaf clover. I, I have my lucky walnut on my leg. I have, you know, I, yeah, they, Andrew, these, these guys, these guys are raising their eyebrows when I said lucky walnut <laughs> on my leg, but, but you didn't even, you didn't even skip a beat, did you? You know exactly what I'm talking about. No, no. You guys just took a look at each other and was like, huh? Normal. Thing? Normal stuff. Yep. In right. the life of Jeff and Andrew, this oh, is just normal shit. I think I've ever heard of a walnut being lucky, but... It's lucky to me, so... Oh, yep. oh, that's all we needed to know. But predictably, or not unpredictably, I was uh, completely surprised. If there was one thing I was surprised about about this documentary, it was how cliche and uninteresting it really was. Um, Molly, going into this, what'd you think? Well... I was hoping for a spooky story about the Conjuring House, and I was very pleasantly surprised to hear that someone had moved into it. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was really cool, and then they lost me for the rest of it, and it just felt like a paranormal investigation that you can watch on YouTube of people being like, "Absolutely, oh my god, did you hear that 
that floorboard creak and I'm like you're in a 200 year old uh-huh. house it's settling the wind yep. is outside what do you mean <laughs> so I was expecting more about like the doll or like mm-hmm. something about the actual haunting some context some anything and it just it or, was just noises that the house is making and that's it <laughs> right so with w- what Andrew said was they didn't and when I agree with they didn't give any history none <laughs> Of what they just said, the same one that was in the movies. Mm-hmm. So how about you tell us why that house is right. creepy? Why there could be haunting there? Let's talk. It would have been scarier just as a historical historical documentary than it was than yeah. what they did. It was so cheesy. They just used the Conjuring as like clickbait, but didn't actually like get yeah. into any of it where they could have definitely mm-hmm. capitalized on. And this is the room. That the story is based on, like, whatever. Like, they kind of were like, this is where the most hauntings happen. But that's what it. What hauntings? About what hauntings? What? Tell me what happened. <laughs> I don't want to have to do research before the documentary. Right. Which is exactly why I didn't care for Grey Gardens. Because you didn't know anything <laughs> until you had... Okay, until great you went point. And... <laughs> great point. <laughs> yeah. That was at least I mean, more you, entertaining I mean, than if this. you didn't grow up around here, I mean, I feel like, feel like that Grey Gardens, that's normal stuff. You know? <laughs> oh, you gotta, yeah. You got a baddie old aunt who comes over only periodically and seems to be wearing a lot of costume jewelry. Now that, you know, that's that one true? I knew about. Is that your yeah. life? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, good for you, Andrew. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So before before we go any further, since we're trying to make this episode interesting on an uninteresting <laughs> documentary. Let's all get real quiet. Let's light our candles, spread out a little sand. Uh, pentagram that is clearly put there by somebody before they recorded. That was. Uh, let's let's. We're gonna take our moment. Just let's kidding. let's forget. <laughs> let's let's suspend our disbelief Just, and forget for a second how god awful this was. I would love to. <laughs> and let me give you a little history of the Conjuring House since the documentary failed to do that. Andrew, if you know anything about this as I'm going, please, in your spookiest voice, interject. Um, DJ in the booth, in the post-production booth, cue the spooky music. Nestled along a quiet highway on the far northern border of Rhode Island. Backed up to acres upon acres of the darkest wooded forests. It's okay to laugh, guys. Because <laughs> <laughs> Bryce wants to go, ooh, spooky. <laughs> Uh, the voice S- is good. Thank you. You're welcome. Sits a small wooden farm home. The house as it now stands was built in the year 1736, 40 years before the signing of the Declaration of Independence. But the property's history dates back long before this. The homestead has survived some of the country's bloodiest wars. The Revolutionary War, the Civil War, and King's King Philip's War. Andrew. Andrew, are yes, you there? Sir. I'm uh, here. Are you familiar with King Philip's War? I'm quite familiar with King Philip's War. Because I wasn't. I'm still not. <laughs> Is it because it happened somewhere around where you... Uh... Well, I, I, it happened... Uh, a lot of it happened, I mean, literally where I am, uh, which is a little village works. called Wickford. Oh, I um, love Wickford. I was there. I, it's a great little place, but yeah, yeah uh, uh, King Philip's War. Um, 
Well, the, the, the thing about the King Philip's war uh-huh. and they talk about that in the movie, which is like one of the very few things they talk about, <laughs> but the, the house wasn't standing during King Philip's war. King Philip's war is uh-huh. in the like mid to late 1600s. We should look this up so I don't sound too dumb, oh, uh, but it was a war between the tribes and the settlers um and the wrong was the wrong team died br- i mean brutal yeah. it was it was brutal um and uh it sort of later we have the french and indian war um mm. which probably was a little closer to the to around there but right. um yeah king philip was a, a native leader ah, um, gotcha and uh around here there was uh in Wickford, there was a bunch of different places. There's, it's a thing in Rhode Island that there's a lot of markers. There's a lot of uh, over in Exeter, one town over yeah. is one of like the big forts that was kind of like there was a big battle at. Um, there's a house near us called uh, Smith's Castle that was built in the late 1600s um, that my father did a bunch of wiring for. Uh, so I was oh. all in the attic and basement of it. But your that fa- was your father's that was kind better- of part of it. Your father was around in the 1600s. How old are you? <laughs> I'm medium old, but uh, yeah, I was very. Andrew's immortal. Was... <laughs> yeah. I wish, man. There can be only one. Uh, uh, yeah. So, thanks for the history lesson, sir. Yes. Also, uh, uh, the King Philip's real name Metacomet. So... Say it again. Metacomet. Metacomet. That was that's so that was much King cooler Phillips. than King Philip. Actually, yeah, that's yeah. way better. Mm-hmm. King Phillips, I should say. Through the generations, many families have lived on this land, and many have also died here. Some who still are said to visit the home frequently. It is said that many of the people who lived in this house had died under mysterious and horrible circumstances, such as drownings, murders, hangings in the attic, none of which they talked about in this stupid-ass documentary. (laughs) Needless to say, reports of hauntings have followed this house for decades, from small, harmless instances like items going missing or sounds of knocking when no one was around. No, my knuckles are hard. (laughs) (laughs) To the angry spirit of Bathsheba DJ, put an echo on my voice for that one. Bathsheba Sherman, she lived in the property in the 1800s, a rumored Satanist who was suspected to have been responsible for the death of a neighbor's child. Reports of the smell of rotting flesh, beds rising off the floor, people being thrown violently from their beds, unprovoked speaking in tongues and levitations. These were the actual reports that inspired the Conjuring films. And these were the things that our small crew of filmmakers and paranormal investigators hoped to experience as they prepared themselves for two weeks at this devilish abode. And these were the things that didn't fucking happen. <laughs> they should have just lied to us. I would they have per- just faked I- their native, like the tongue thing. <laughs> Agreed. If they had at least pretended. Right. Use some CGI. Fool my ass. Literally, have one of then at the least producers it walk into like the next tried. room and knock anything. <laughs> Literally anything. I, I feel like they they did go and, and they tried that. You know, that's true. There was the music box. <laughs> there was the oh my God. the light box. <laughs> there was the uh, speak box or whatever. The so many boxes. The yeah. spirit, so many boxes. Box. spirit box. Spirit box. Spirit box. Yeah. Speak box. Yeah. Oh, and the little lights in the woods. Ooh. Yeah. Left. No, I was like, Do I, I turn left woods? here? <laughs> left. 
Do, do I turn right? Right. Oh my gosh. I feel <laughs> like telling I telling me what to do. Yeah. Um, the woods of Rhode Island are literally crawling with small graveyards. The idea that you wouldn't just walk into those woods and fall over a grave. Uh, the, the idea that that was some sort of hidden secret in that graveyard or something spooky in the woods I bet where I'm sitting, I can see three graveyards from the window. Why like, that is, is Rhode just, Island uh, so It's pretty awesome. much pretty standard, pretty standard <laughs> New England. <laughs> so, see, Andrew, when you were just saying that, that made me feel more creeped out than, than the, entire... the entirety of this documentary. <laughs> because, and when we were there and you were driving me around and showing me things, that kind of stuff is so cool. And I feel like, if they had tapped into even a little bit of that instead of instead of weighing so heavily on the conjuring home like the 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 house from the stupid movie then it, this would have been even better the owners I, of the they, house weren't even freaked out either they were just kind of chilling uh, because like, bryce <laughs> i had to look it up bryce go tell me what you told me yesterday bryce, tell go. them okay. what you told me tell us everything so the the owners of the house that you see in the documentary um they Bought the house for a crazy amount of money, um, $400,000, something like that. Wow. Crazy, right? And then uh, they don't own it anymore. They sold it to a company, which bought it for like $1.5 million. What? <laughs> yeah. And they didn't have to do any renovations to it. As a matter of fact, they want it to be more dilapidated. So you talk, you talk about a good investment. Buy the damn house and then sell it for over double what you pay. Oh my Buy God. the murder house. That's Buy the murder, the murder house. house. That's <laughs> and how much do you think that oh they uh, that that this little crew had to pay to go there right. and stay for two weeks? I'm sure they had to pay something. Right. Yeah. Well, not not a terrible Andrew. Just a food for thought. You and I have talked about investment opportunities in the past. Buying murder houses. Maybe you should think about oh buying God, some something spooky out there and then selling it after it's even more spooky. We are steeped in spooky houses out here. So yeah. I feel like there's there's probably like a Zillow tab just You're for that. You're spoiled for choices. <laughs> <laughs> Keyword on Zillow is haunted. Spooky, yeah. <laughs> spooky. Yeah. <laughs> what are you searching for? It has to have a, a two-car garage and be spooky. Uh, it's got to be at least this haunted. So. Yeah. <laughs> on a scale of one to ten spookiness. Three bed, two bath. Haunted. One ghost. <laughs> One ghost. <laughs> uh, as the days and nights come and go for our brave little filmmakers, they encounter eerie feelings, knocks, creaks, strange readings, lights in the woods, and various other seemingly inexplainable phenomena. Thankfully, they made it through the two-week stay and returned home unscathed, dot, dot, dot. Or did they? Or did they? They reported that the nightmares began after they, they visited the houses, and they fear that they may have inadvertently invited something to come home with them, leaving a nice little cliffhanger for us to think that maybe they're all haunted. Um, so that's our, our quick synopsis, our quick bullshit uh, that was truthfully probably more uh, informative than anything in the documentary. Now we talk about our standout moments so let's talk about some of the things that stood out to us in this. I uh, I will start. Overall, the unrelenting corniness and unprofessionalism <laughs> of this entire thing um, was was awful, and 
the corniest part, the part that had me at the very, very beginning was the absurd, creepy voice at the very beginning. Millions of people around the world are becoming interested in investigating the paranormal. That was that so, did it for me. I laughed out loud when I heard that. <laughs> I went, "What did I get us into?" Yeah, because this is so dumb. The little like stinger sounds every time something creepy happened, quote unquote creepy. Every time, every time a football fell off the the stool or something and it made that like little like stinger noise in the music in the music was so bad was and i hated it i'm gonna not gonna lie i hated it hit every second of this so bad andrew what stood out to you what and, and when, I mean, when you were watching this what when you when someone think when someone says hey man have you watched the sleepless unrest the real conjuring home and you say I, what I would say, why did you watch this? Did somebody, did your friend make you watch this too? Because it seems crazy that someone would watch this. I, I really I think I, it's a form of torture. Being, uh, being a New Englander and growing up around here, the amount of times they were, as Molly had pointed out, walking in an old house and being surprised at how noisy an old house is. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, it's 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 supposed to mean, buddy. It's, it's dilapidated. Old. Right. You got some you got some wide planks, pines in there. That's gonna be right. freaky. <laughs> exactly. And then walking around the same woods that every child has spent their entire life traipsing around stone walls and graveyards and being shocked at finding an old graveyard with a stone wall, that or at night funny. where they're surprised that there are things in the woods that make noises those are called animals i know they were like uh, they, i feel like i'm being watched and i was like it's probably a deer trying right. to see if you're a threat or not like <laughs> right stop. or a neighbor who's just like oh god oh again. god they're oh, back at god. it it's people at the conjuring house again god damn it <laughs> i so i did a i did a google Maps search of the conjuring house and the way that they sell this being like out in the middle of the woods and it's so far but there's literally a neighbor with an <laughs> eyesight down the road. That's, like you're not really that far off from anything. I, I mean, hear that guy's story. It's a kick. <laughs> That'd be more interesting than yeah. this documentary. It's a kick-ass property, though. I mean, not gonna yeah. lie, that that's a pretty sweet that, little spot. Rhode Island. Rhode Island is the uh, you know the biggest little state in the union. Uh-huh. But it's very very different in every part. So that uh, part yeah. of Rhode Island is just largely thought of as the sticks. Yeah. You know, like that's just kind of, you know, kind of note the boondocks, you know. Yeah. Uh, but it's also not like, it's not like being in Montana or something. I'm sure there's a Dunkin' Donuts within 10 minutes of that house. Oh, absolutely. And that's absolutely. just, can't be that scary if you're that close. Mm-hmm. Yep. Agreed. To a mediocre iced coffee, McDonald's. you know. Mm-hmm. So, and and to go back to your, your point about the woods. So I lived in the woods for about a year when uh, a couple like several years ago um, I had a little I rented this little cabin and there was 20 acres of woods and as one would I have been out there at night because it's fun to get yourself creeped out the woods make noise (laughs) nature makes noise so many noises if If a tree falls in a forest it it does does make make a sound it just does and, and, and if it's silent out there, 
that's when it's creepy. Right. <laughs> I, I've been out there, just side note, I went out there when it was snowy and, you know, snow like like absorbs all the sound, so everything's quiet. That was so much creepier than just being out there when you're hearing, you know, animals rustling around. Like, that's probably the world's smallest little squirrel and you're making <laughs> you're making it sound like there's something out there. Um, I would watch 80 minutes of you spooked out by <laughs> snow woods <laughs> before I ever watched another 10 minutes of that documentary. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's no. Just an army of raccoons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not again. Um, <laughs> Not again. <laughs> Bryce. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Talk to me, man. What what did what was standing out to you about? Oh man. The sleepless unrest. Well, I I want to be as positive as I can about the uh, creators of this, and mm-hmm. I will mention that they went into this tiny hole in the basement, and they went into this little hole in the attic, and uh, props to them for not being afraid of enclosed spaces. Mm. But there was nothing in either of those spaces. So, oh, but you could feel it, Bryce. Could you? Well, they said you probably could. the hantavirus. Could you feel the <laughs> the what, Andrew? It's probably the hantavirus, you know, from mouse poop. <laughs> yeah, probably. You really feel it. Yeah, I, I think that the uh, Grey Gardens was spookier, truthfully, than yeah. than this house was. Um, anyway, oh, much spookier and way more fun. I will say there was one thing in the house that actually kind of creeped me out. If it was real, um, whatever they were uh, kind of selling it as. Has anyone ever heard of a birthing room? That was the weirdest thing. I I Googled it after, okay. and apparently it was common in older like houses. A birthing room? Yes. Apparently it was common because you didn't go to the hospital to give birth. So you so dedicated you, you dedicated one of the rooms. No, for no, no, it. no, 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 no. You dedicated a attic closet <laughs> where yeah. you can see the the roofing nails coming through, um, and that's where you're gonna put your wife <laughs> to, to have, have your children. And don't forget that's where the sand pentagram was. Oh yeah, the sand <laughs> pentagram was in the birthing room. That definitely was not drawn before they came. I will say though that that <laughs> it was kinda, perfectly created. Yeah, everything. yeah, it was so bad. The, like nice. I like white how sand. when they when they right. rubbed it out, it seemed like somebody was in trouble. Right. You know, like we're gonna, like somebody had done it, and they were like, "This joke is not going over." Okay, just get rid of it. <laughs> yeah. Get rid of it pretty quick. We're gonna go ahead. Dad's mad. The 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 homeowners don't want this here, so I'm gonna go ahead and get rid of it because I'm so brave. Someone from last week just ruined our documentary, <laughs> right? <laughs> one of the one of the people who rented this Airbnb before <laughs> us. Also, the fact that they just left the sand there, like get a broom, get a dustpan, right. take, get it's, rid of the sand. It, the sand was there so that the spirits could write to them. <laughs> right? Come on, the the paranormal etch a sketch. Yeah. <laughs> um, Molly? Um, first and foremost, I would like to say that I believe last time we <laughs> recorded, I said, I want to find a documentary that's going to make <laughs> Jeff absolutely hate it and give it a zero. Yeah. Um, and I'm happy to say that you did it to yourself. And I'm very, yeah. very proud of that. Yeah. Because um, I remember with Grey Gardens, I was like, mm, I'm going to I'm gonna purposely try to find something that's even worse. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, I did it. Yeah. So, Good job, Jeff. Yeah, congratulations, Yay. me. Many, many more to come. Many more. Yeah, I'm sure this thing is gonna be the last one. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. So, I mean, the thing that made me like the most cringed mm -hmm. was them going home after. So the very, very oh end God. when they were talking about <laughs> going home, having nightmares, all these weird things happening, their kids coming to them and saying, mommy, I hear stuff, like whatever. I was like, you guys just spent two weeks in a house where you full heartedly believed a lot of spooky stuff was happening. You psyched yourself out. That's how the human brain works. I guess I took the dirt with me. Maybe that's right. why it came with. First of all, why are you taking dirt home? Second of all, like it's not like the the sands of Florida that you're like keeping as like a, right. a keepsake. So they they had to keep the bottle that way because the barcode was on the back that the homeowners were probably selling <laughs> in the basement. Yeah. So right? them saying the celestial seasonings right. bottle. <laughs> 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 them saying they were getting nightmares i was like probably because you just didn't sleep for two weeks straight because you were right. so psyched out in the house now you're bringing that home with you you're bringing bad juju just from like being scared right. and getting into a tiny well in the basement like the guy who lowered himself down yeah he was probably claustrophobic after because he was in a well right like what and the way he well, kind of well 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 the the way he kind of lowered him to speak on what you know the guy, the guy in the little like sump pump. Yes, pit. yes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the way he lowered him was like, "I'm going in there. I'm go guys. You're not gonna believe how crazy I am. And they were I'm like, gonna go in oh there. Oh my god, don't do it. Like you, you're gonna you have sure? to get back out. Are you sure you're gonna go in there? Come on. Okay, so uh, <laughs> they put that little plastic bag their with kids the for two weeks. Do you know how hard it is to get a good babysitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's hey, mom and dad are gonna go hang out with ghosts. <laughs> We're gonna go make the money. We already we already lost our life savings putting the all of this filming together. Right. Now we have to go see if we can make something out of it. <laughs> now um, I, I know you wanna I know you wanna go to Disney World, guys, and that would be cool. Or maybe go see uh, you know some uh, Mount Rushmore or something. <laughs> But, uh, Something truly. We're gonna go hang out in the woods. Right. We're gonna go to Rhode Island and enjoy in grandma's. The woods. <laughs> Gross. Um, the other kind of, and to to speak about uh, what Molly was saying about psyching yourself out. The if you're psyching yourself out, it's gonna be freaky. Hundred percent. I can tell you right now, if I turned all the lights off on my house in my house and grabbed my phone and made you know a little you know and put the spooky music behind it, uh, pulled you know there was nothing in this documentary that I couldn't have done with my cell phone and and an overlay of some spooky music. Literally nothing. There was nothing in there that couldn't have been done by everyone in this room right now. You can take a video of a football falling off of a chair and call it spooky and not even talk about that part because they're expecting people are going to know that that was, that was bullshit. I wanted something spooky in this and nothing was. Yeah, I expected like a door to slam shut at the very least. Like that's like level one paranormal stuff. Right. And, and like that, there wasn't anything. I think they had like the knock jarring. on the door. Yeah. There's like a little little preview where it, uh, but it didn't like in the main it, uh, I don't know. A door shut, but right. yeah. it's a drafty old house mm -hmm. right. with snakes in the basement. I so. wanted cabinets to yeah. slam or something. Like, okay. just a little. Pause. I forgot Pause. about the basement snakes. Can, yeah, yeah. Pause. Casual basement snakes. Somebody, can, can somebody we, put those there? Can we That's my all rating agree? For this. That's my rating item for this episode. Yeah. Basement snakes. Basement snakes out of 10. There's no way that those things weren't placed there 100%. before they... I mean, can we agree on that? Yeah. Yeah, 
It might have been ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would have taken one of those snake skins. That's kind of awesome. That but... is so your vibe, too. Yeah, thanks. You would have put it on display on your shelves. Yeah, it's yeah. true. You, you I have snake you skin on my shelves. It would have been awesome. You would have had so many nightmares taking a snake skin from oh, that basement. Oh, dude, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> your kids would never forgive you. <laughs> I can't sleep. Maybe it's my snake skin headband, but we'll never know. <laughs> Maybe. Andrew, what... Uh, what was your uh, standout moment or moments? What when you watched this and you were done, what what stood out? What when you think of this, what's the image in your head? What part? I, a, a bunch of questionable facial hair staring down the barrel of a camera, uh, yelling OGs. Oh my god. Questionable facial hairs is the best thing I've ever That's heard. That's a rating item. Yeah. Just the 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 wandering around the woods and yelling like, "Oh gosh, oh geez, what the oh. heck was that?" And I don't need I don't need them like effing and jeffing necessarily, but just Excuse me? You know, <laughs> Uh, uh, no offense. I, some of my best friends are called Jeff. Uh, <laughs> it, just that sort of it. fake. Oh, gee. Oh, golly. Gee whiz. Oh, heck. I just. Are you. I, is anyone out there? Can you speak I, to us? <laughs> I would love it. I just, again, a vengeful neighbor out there, you know? Like, right. Is anyone out there? No. Like, All right. Well, you heard <laughs> no. Go to bed, motherfucker. They said it. Yeah. <laughs> um, do we feel like this was, and I know the answer to this, but... Are you going to ask it anyway? Bad, I'm gonna, yes. Yeah, I'm going to ask it anyway because we generally ask this about documentaries. Was it at least well made? No. No. <laughs> it was thrown together. Yeah. So it was haphazard. Is there anything about this? Is there any... Um, redeeming qualities? Yeah, any redeeming qualities. I mean, this... If they all seem to like each other very passionate. much. They're all they true. are passionate. Yeah. They care. They yeah. cared a lot. I, I like they seem like healthy but, couples. They all seem yeah. pretty happy with each other. That's nice. True. That's nice. Yeah, that's, that's lovely. True. Um, that's definitely not what they were going for Mm-mm. in this. <laughs> uh let's the takeaway see. being the producers <laughs> liking each other. Yeah. I I feel like uh and maybe I'm stretching just a little bit here because it there was so much bad in this. I feel like the the sound quality, the sound engineering and all that was okay if they were making like a B uh, horror movie. You know, I could see like like I said, the graphic design, some of the some of the stuff that they did was was fine for like a B list horror movie. Um, sure. You know, it wasn't completely atrocious the way it was put together it's just the content was so terrible so bad that it it took you know everything away from they it they wasted such when, a good name like a good title <laughs> on such a shitty documentary like i, I would so I'm watch gonna, a horror movie called sleepless unrest i don't know i'm gonna disagree with you molly because i think the sleepless unrest <laughs> is pretty damn redundant <laughs> it is, <you're> <laughs> and right. i don't think I think it was one of those things. It reminds me of back when I was trying to name bands. And I was just <laughs> such an awesome band name. <laughs> and like, what's the most like, uh, like 
Hardcore. Oh, yeah, the, the most metal thing we can come up with, the, the cranium crushers. <laughs> the death What's eaters. What's deep to a 15-year-old? Right. <laughs> yeah. Sleepless and... Yes, dude. I, these ghosts are wicked tired. That's what I like. <laughs> wicked tired. They're like, it's we just want to rest. I could picture you in a band called The Sleepless Unrest. Oh, yeah. thanks. I don't know if I <laughs> like that. Okay, so... Let's not talk about the documentary for just a second. M- remember I said that I wanted to make the... Finally. Uh, yeah. Finally. Remember how I said I wanted to make this episode at least somewhat enjoyable? Um, so let's talk about... Let's let's forget about this documentary and let's just talk about the paranormal. Okay? Um, and our feelings on it. Yeah, maybe we're all just assholes because we're all skeptics. Maybe that's it. <laughs> maybe we just do, needed someone who was a true believer to change our minds. I, I, I'm wondering, Bryce, do you put any any weight, any thought, any belief into the paranormal, the spirits, anything like that? No. <laughs> that's, and, and and I knew going in that I, I just wasn't going to like this and yeah. it was just going to be people spooking themselves out over nothing. And I wasn't let down in that regard. Right. Oh, yeah, um, that's a positive. And, you know, uh, people are like, oh, that house is haunted. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks, Bryce. And that's put, just kind of my stance. You put things so eloquently, <laughs> Bryce. Really like, do. I was like, oh, do you feel that? Yeah, it's a drafty house. Right. I sure do. You hear that? Yeah, it's a floorboard People say there's, there's a face in that window. Well, there was probably someone inside. Right. <laughs> I, yeah, and just... I don't. I don't mean to go back to the doc because we we don't. We're not talking about it anymore. But <laughs> when they went outside and they're like, "Oh, doesn't it look like there's someone in that window?" Like you really left like that part in when you you already admitted that it was like a coat rack or some shit like that. <laughs> like, but that was the creepiest part was something you already knew was there. Yeah. Like, it's just so dumb. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Molly, beliefs. Do you do you think that the spirits are there? I. I don't really believe in ghosts. I feel like if I ever have a, a encounter, I would be more likely to believe it because I have friends that have sworn up and down that they've had weird things happen and whatever. Mm. But I've just never even had that. So for me, like there could some there could be something with spiritualness and whatever, but like ghosts haunting like malevolent yeah. things. So may- no. <laughs> so so you believe there there may be some sort of you know, spirits of some sort, but not necessarily like a malicious haunting. Right. Yeah. Where they lose me is like the, the aggression with it and like the haunting, the scary parts. Cause that just feels so made up to me because I haven't had a personal experience with it. Right. Um, and I don't know anyone who's had malicious things. Like people have said like, Oh, I have things going missing. Like we say that I say that my apartment's haunted all the time or I like blame my cat for things going missing. Cause I'm like, Oh, I didn't put this here. Like who did? I have a roommate and a cat. It probably just got pushed off the counter. Like right. just like the mm. logic behind it. Uh, I can't, I can't yeah. do it. <laughs> yeah. There's two, in my opinion, there's too many things to explain it away that can explain it. Right. And Oh no! This this little piece right. of dust that flew past my like look I <laughs> the orb I, of light yeah I I've put up so many security cameras in my right. life and looked at footage and 
Oh. That's a piece of dust, right. you son of They're a bitch. They're like, what's floating across the screen? And I'm like, it probably a fucking feather from a, your pillow? I don't know. filthy a fucking house. Right. Like, <laughs> sorry, I'm getting fired up again. It's okay. We're not talking about the documentary. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> so right it's right, okay because right. you're getting fired up about nothing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's, this is true. Uh, Andrew, so when we talked a little bit, you said you're scared of everything. Now, does that mean that you have any kind of uh belief in the supernatural it's weird because i i don't but i you know i would joke that like i'm i'm like a uh, i'm like a skeptic during the daytime and like a real scaredy cat at night <laughs> um so i don't think like you know I, when i was a kid i was scared of everything and was just convinced there were monsters everywhere and you know uh again as i sit and talk to you from this you know, 140 yep. year old church. Yep. I really I'm, want to I'm see just, this church. I don't think there's any ghosts up here with me, which would be a fantastic time to hear some knocking. Maybe uh, a holy but, ghost. Am I right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, I've been in some places that I've been told are haunted. I've done some spooky things around here. And again, there is just this like, there's a real spooky vibe around here. Yeah. And I, I think I like that despite being scared of everything, despite not really enjoying horror movies. Like I like that kind of mystery. uh, And I, and you know, maybe it's, it's, it's more than likely just my brain. Maybe there's some imperceptible energy. I don't think it's malicious ghosts or the devil or anything like that. But you know, uh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm I'm pretty dang skeptical, but I'm not, you know, there's a little room in my heart for some spooky stuff. Yeah, I want to be scared. I want it to, like... So you enjoy I being scared. I want it to work. Yeah, I want to watch a good one and then be like, oh my god, maybe, oh my god. Like, I, right. and then I, wa- I want to be freaked out by it, but I just yeah. have... This definitely didn't do it for me. No, no. no. So... <laughs> um, I'm going to talk to Andrew just a little bit since he's our, our guest. Um, and obviously everyone can, can chime in. So you grew up in Rhode Island, most of your childhood, and you said you were a scaredy little boy. Um, and was there any stories that stand out to you? Anything that any like little tales or lore or anything like that, that you, you know, do you, okay. First of all, do you believe that that part of the country is if, if hauntings are real is more haunted than some of the other spots in the country? There's, there's something here that feels different. And I bet a lot of that has to do with just the fact that they're, you know, a farmhouse from the 1700s. Right. That, that thing they're showing there's, uh, you know, the, across the street from me right now is a house from the 1700s. Mm. Um, actually this little Wickford has like one of the largest populations of, of, you know, extant, um, 18th century housing. So it's like there's just the one of the oldest Baptist churches in the country is just around the corner from where right. I'm sitting, uh, like early seventeen, early seventeen hundreds. Um, there's just a lot of that. There's a lot of these stories of terrified Puritans dying in hard conditions. Yeah. There's lots of you know, uh, uh, like King Philip's War, Metacom's War, that all of these things where. Natives, you know, horrible, horrible things were done to the native population. Mm-hmm. The native population was able to get revenge on some of the Puritan population. Like right. there's just a lot of those. So it feels 
spooky and creepy and yeah. you was know it, the witch and all that yeah, stuff so, like it, it so was feels, there any you know was there anything that any specific stories that you can you yeah. can you can scare us with yeah. that that you uh that you were told growing Around, up that kind of stuck with you there there's a bunch uh and there's one i'll tell you but you know like even like we would go to visit my grandfather just in the same town and you go down devil's foot road and devil's just the fact foot? that like devil's foot road because there Ooh. was a legend of a devil uh chasing a woman and there's a hoof print in the rock and an area where the tail scraped down the rock See, that's and a lot awesome. of these <laughs> and that's just stuff you know my dad would tell me as we were like turning down the road he'd be like oh that's where i got in a fight in the drive-in and that's where your mom grew up and that's where a devil chased a guy and you're like that's uh you know, as, now? A, as a as Pause? a young kid, you're just like <laughs> these Devil's are all facts. Is a good band this name. is all true. <laughs> true. Um, and uh, so then you you know you just ha- you're just kind of surrounded by those sort of things. But yeah, um, like one Devil's town over from us is a place called Exeter, which uh, again it's just kind of a normal town, but it was always thought of as like a little more rural, a little more wooden. And um, there was this thing we'd always hear about called mercy brown uh who was a uh, a young woman who was thought to be a vampire okay and it's one of those stories i heard a million times and then one day i heard them talking about it on a podcast and i was like people know my vampire like how <laughs> do they know my vampire but the the idea was that there was this uh young woman who um had been basically uh her family starts dying around her Mm. and they see her walking around at night and she appears ghostly and there's blood running down her mouth um so they just start to think like oh this is she's doing this well she dies people are still dying in the village so they go and they exhume her body they cut out her heart there's still blood in her heart so they assume get the you know, so they did what any of us would do, which is they burned her heart mm-hmm. and fed it to her family what? in order oh, to break the out. spell. Yeah, because um, that's what they you do. Buried I her want a documentary about this. Mm-hmm. So they buried her, covered it up, and they thought they had done it, but members of her family still died. Now, of course, the most horrible thing is. She had tuberculosis. Oh my god. That's Jesus. why she <laughs> wow. had the blood in her mouth. That's right. why people were still dying. Mm-hmm. Um and I had heard this story, and it wasn't until I was an adult that I found out this is not Puritans, this is not Salem witchcraft. This was the late 1800s. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh n- this, not, not this being advanced in, in medical. Right. <laughs> this was this was blaming uh witchcraft on thing or uh blaming like medical ailments on you know demonic possession when no that guy had syphilis right (laughs) right you know and so so we as kids we would go to this gravestone and it was stolen once and then so now it's like bolted to the um the ground 
And I take the kids there pretty regularly for, you know, nice, normal New England cemetery walk uh-huh. and go pay Guys, respects. It's, boys, it's rainy. Let's go to the cemetery. <laughs> oh my God. But as a, I, hey, you've met my kids. They're creeps. Why not? Yeah, um, your kids are You awesome. guys love creepy shit you, in Rhode Island, huh? They, they do. They do. It's like, you know, again, the devil's foot rock. It's Hey, you want to get a coffee and go uh, check out a, a young woman who they exhumed and burned her heart? And the kids yes. are like, absolutely, Dad. This I is great. Go. Um, <laughs> and, then, and then your youngest son puts on a, a, a monster costume and draws yeah, the coolest yeah. picture of a like dinosaur. And then you, and then you it's run. Like yeah. you yeah. Yeah. It's like you were there. It's like you were there. We went ghost and tour did Island. Uh, the only time I've ever done a Ouija board. We Tell took me. a Ouija board to the gravestone what? Uh, in the middle of the night. And I believed in spirits that night, my friends. Uh, it was horrifying, and we all ran away. And thankfully, everybody else got scared, so I didn't have to look like the one that was like, we oh. must leave this place. So um, for at least one night, you were a believer. I, 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 there were lots of very haunted places around here, but that was kind of perpetually my favorite. And, you know, again, if a young, if a, if a disease, which would be cured, not that much longer after this rips through your village, kills everybody. They take a young girl who dies tragically, cut her heart out and feed it to her family. I don't, I, that's, that's bad. That's, that's, that's no good. so bad. Even if that's so, not, even if it's not paranormal, even if it's not, you right, know, ghost, that's right. still creepy as shit. As, yeah. And it's just like, you just go to a place like that and you, if you have a soul, you feel yep. creeped out, you yep. feel bad, you know, yeah, you just it's, wish it's, things it's were like different. It's like when, when you, you know, not to get, you know, too somber here, but you know, for the same same reason that you know, when when I went to let's say like the Holocaust Museum in D.C. and you walk into the uh, one of the 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 railway cars where they had you know right. people on their way, you feel a heaviness. What's well, the same thing? That, you know, if you know that these things happen right. in this place, I think there is a uh, wh- whether it's a spirit or whether it's just your own emotions weighing right. heavy on you. You know. You add the smell of a musty basement or the 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 cool breeze coming through a drafty attic or something like that. Um, or you have everyone's hands on a Ouija board and everyone thinks the other people are pushing it, but it's not, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, that that opens you up to creep. I like the thought of being creeped out yeah. about stuff. Um, Bryce, you ever done a Ouija board? No, I've played a Wii. <laughs> It's basically the same thing. I mean, same, same. This is why I ask Bryce so many questions because he has such great answers. God damn you. He's so eloquent. Yeah. Andrew, I, I don't think you're as scared of things as you you self-proclaim to be if you've done a Ouija board in a fucking cemetery. Yeah. <laughs> it's well, like, I was, it's probably just peer pressure. I he's, probably just wanted, he's like, you know, I'm scared of everything and I like being scared oh, of everything. I'm, I'm in the everything scariest place in the country. I hate doing the scariest things. <laughs> uh, For fun. Uh, let's, let's go around the room and all the way to Rhode Island with Andrew and we'll start with Andrew. Would you stay for two weeks in the conjuring house? And if you, and if, and if you do, sorry, I, I, I paused there. If, if it's yes, who and what would you take with you? Oh, it's like the deserted Island question Mm -hmm. times 12. I love old houses so much. I mm-hmm. love old architecture. I love, I I will just 
you know, when we're done at the graveyard, we go and we look at the old houses and I love it. Um, but no, okay, no, I would not that the whole idea of staying in, I don't even like not sleeping in my own bed. I would love, I would love to accompany all of you to a, a beautiful old, uh, you know, pre American farmstead. That sounds lovely, but I don't, the problem is I'm going to be in some uncomfortable bed wishing that I was not hearing whatever (laughs) squeaks and thinking about this awful documentary. Right. Right. I just don't. So I, I I mean, don't think I could do it. So, okay. So let's, let's try to forget for a second that about the, the dumbness around the documentary and, and, you know, if it's just a haunted house, right? Like, you know, they've, they've got the Velisca Axe murder house around here and, you know, countless other ones around. Is it just not your thing? You don't, you don't. Uh... If, if we were to do it, it would have to be a party and not an actual party. Sure. I don't like those either. But like it would yeah, have to same. be a like a, a group of people. We're all kind of in it. We're all having fun. It's not going to be weird. There's going to be people right. around. I could do it. I mean, I know right now if I asked my lovely wife to come stay in the haunted house with me, she would tell me to go to hell. Uh, right. So, <laughs> uh, but so who, uh, are, you, who are you taking I, with you? I, you can say me. God. Yeah, you. Come on. <laughs> I, you know what? I would need somebody. I would need somebody who was into it enough to be like, "Hey, this is fun," yeah. but also not somebody who's going to wake me up and be like. I saw a haunting, you know, uh, I like felt it I, right by my neck. <laughs> right. Did you hear that knocking? And I'd be like, I know. I mean, I heard you wake me up, which yeah. was uncool. But... Hey, 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 hey. Are you awake? <laughs> yeah, now I'm like, awake, I I, motherfucker. I think I heard a snake shimmying out of its skin downstairs. Right. <laughs> Bryce, mm-hmm. you go into the conjuring house, and if you are. Who are you taking with you? I mean, I, I would go. I knew you. Like, if it's free, is it free? <laughs> <laughs> are you are you feeding can, me? Can I stay somewhere for two weeks? Can I bring free? my little Caesar's pizza? <laughs> yeah. And is there a little Caesar's nearby? <laughs> no, y'all Duncan. Got, we talked about this. <laughs> y'all got Wi-Fi? <laughs> y'all got, yeah. The Wi-Fi password is spooky. Yeah. One of the O's is a zero, though. So just, yeah. You know, <laughs> for security's sake. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Molly, are you going? I'm not going. I would no, be so not grumpy. At all. No, I would be so grumpy. I'd be so... <laughs> I wouldn't want to sleep on those little cots that those people were in with the birthing room right next to me. Oh. Yeah, why did the one family get the, right. the like nice bed and the other guys like the got like bullshit? guest room. Yeah, and then they got two cots on they the prob- ground, They probably bankrolled the, the whole thing. <laughs> They're like, we're taking the goddamn bed. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Maybe, I would maybe, not be going. Maybe this question wasn't good because of how we felt about the documentary. I, I guess I guess my feeling is do you are you guys are you are you one to say when someone says, Hey, there's this spooky place, are you one to go, leave me the fuck away from that? Or are you one to go, let's go check it out? I want to go to the spooky place um before it's eight PM. I will. Yes. I think the spooky yes. place ends and closes at 8 p.m. sharply. Um, Sign me up. Right. Like, I'm down. If we want to yeah. go have dinner, if we want to go on a ghost tour, I'm so yeah. in. Yeah. But as soon as the sun is all the way down and there's no light, 
I'm ready to go home. <laughs> yeah. I'm ready to go to bed. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not going past then because then I am going to psych myself out. Right. In in college, uh, me and some friends allegedly uh, <laughs> broke into an abandoned uh, part of the regional center in Hastings, and the only lighting in the place was exit signs. So oh. everything was glowing red, and there's still Christmas decorations up. That's so spooky. And yeah. And then there's like tunnels underneath, right? Because like someone dies, like mm-hmm. oh, we can't bring this body out the front. Yeah, we got to take them but, to the morgue. Yeah, the we can get through the tunnels; they were sealed. But so wait, wait, wait. Can we pause? What what building was this that there were tunnels underneath uh, for dead it bodies? Was, it was like a regional center for like what's uh, a regional people center? going crazy or something. Um, like I think it's like an for? asylum or a oh, yeah. kind of like what? yeah yeah kind of that sort of thing. Oh my God! See, I there are a couple there. of those very <laughs> very dark. haunted ones oh, no, it around here. Dark. <laughs> and there's and there's a cemetery out there with like no names on the some of the tombs he, and stuff. Yeah. But. Andrew's scared of everything. Bryce is scared of nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm scared of things. I'm claustrophobic. Okay. Noted. Yeah. Noted. So so. <laughs> For me, you know, I I love the idea of like I said, of being like creeped out. But I get creeped out more, kind of what Bryce just alluded to, like when you see the things that used to happen here and are not happening here anymore. Mm-hmm. That to me is more spooky and eerie and creepy. Like there used to be this school across from my great grandma's right. house that that had been abandoned forever. But we would climb up the brick. The, uh, there was like a fire escape, and you'd you'd climb up it, and you could see through the windows, and there were still chalkboards with writing on them, and like the the uh, what do you call it? the alphabet, the, mm-hmm. that thing we use all the time. Right. Uh, <laughs> the alphabet on the wall and like like drawings from the kids and like flies all over the ground and the windowsills that had died in there. See, to me that is creepier absolutely than this house. Right. You know, uh just just kind of my my take on things, but I do enjoy, you know, some of the the motorcycle trips that I go on. I I like to to find the the lore you know, I like to find the the spots where that's the best part. Yeah, find something it's the that's story creepy. Behind it. Yeah, do I believe it? No, I don't. It, maybe something really did happen there, and it's creepy, and that's cool. And I like saying this was fun. You know, and if you felt kind of eerie walking through this cave or whatever, that's that's a fun experience in in some ways. We probably should have found someone that has a uh, like a firm belief in right. the paranormal <laughs> to to be the counterpoint to this. But that's all right. We do what the fuck we want here. Um, <laughs> I like that somebody else believes it and like yeah. there's a story behind it. Like I yep. love the narrative of it. Mm-hmm. I just don't personally have experience with it. But Agreed. The the abandoned school, abandoned mall, abandoned hospital, abandoned like, stuff is fucking sweet. It's like it's like you took Life except for and kids. You paused it one day. Yeah, what? <laughs> except for children. <laughs> Abandoned children are not cool. Yeah, yeah. You took life and you paused it one day, and then everything just kind of stayed the same. And that's what's like so scary because you could see someone walking into that classroom and like you could see the kids drawing mm-hmm. those things, and then you're like, "This has hasn't been touched in years." Like, yeah. that's where are those kids now? Where are those right, teachers now? Right. Why didn't they take that with them when right. this closed down? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, why did they not throw away the alphabet? There was a drawings? there was an asylum that shut down around here years ago that was haunted, and that was like a place everything. we would go. We've we've got a little bit of everything. <laughs> and Rhode Island. I remember Rhode Island. telling my father about it, and being like, "Dad, we went to the lab center. It's haunted." And he's like, "No, it's not." <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah. 
one day they shut down and they just let everybody out in the woods. And he was like, that's not how institutions work. Like, <laughs> mostly these things were defunded by the governments. Uh, they stopped spending money on these things and people got put in care homes or things or like that. It's euthanized. not, it's not like that. And I was, and I Maybe go, not. no, <laughs> no dad, I think tunnels. it's, uh, I think it's haunted. And he was like, all of the scariest stuff that happened there happened when it was open. Yeah. And that was so much more terrifying to me. Yes, dude. That's so true. (laughs) All right. So documentary, this is a show where we, uh, we watch documentaries and then we talk about them, but we also, we rate them. Uh, So Andrew, I'm going to start with you. We rate these documentaries on a scale of one to 10 items with one being an absolute piece of ghost poop and number 10 being on par with one of the best documentaries you've ever seen in your entire life. Uh, Then we average them together and we give an official documentary rating. Uh, This week we've chosen Bathsheba's, even though Bathsheba was never mentioned in this documentary, which she should have been. Uh, They talked about this book that fell or something, and they're like, oh, this paper came out of it. Oh, wouldn't that be crazy if it said Bathsheba? Oh, yeah, But it didn't, and they... You know, that's yeah. what I said about it. Yeah. So they mention it barely. Oh, okay. So they do. Kind of. So can, uh, consider. <laughs> I, I stand corrected. <laughs> so, Andrew, Bathsheba's. How many Bathsheba's do you rank this wonderful documentary? Well, I, w- I would say this is no Grey Gardens. Uh, <laughs> this, uh, this felt more like a, uh, like a, Instagram self-facing influencer mm-hmm. video than it was a documentary, and therefore I give it one half Sheba. <laughs> this should have been a YouTube special for sure. Yeah, which yeah. Is, a half. Which Andrew, Andrew one gives half, it a half Sheba. Sheba. Okay, very good. Uh, I I uh, I appreciate the the wordplay there too with a show like documentary. Um, you know, we we appreciate those. So thank you, Andrew. I know, I know my audience. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bryce, uh-huh. how many, how many Bathshebas? I, I, I gave it a, a solid two. Okay. Um, the reason is, is, uh, it's a couple and they got two weeks away from the kids and they set out to make a documentary on whatever happens. Sadly, nothing happens. That's not their fault. Yeah. The house isn't actually haunted. Oh, Molly. Man. Um, I give I gave it three Bathshebas. Um, okay. So surprisingly, three. That's the highest that's one the highest because one. I'm giving a one. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. I it served a purpose of making me laugh, even though it wasn't its intention. So okay, you know, fair I enough. did. It was enjoyable to the fact that it did make me chuckle. You didn't quite fall a few asleep. Times. Okay. I did not fall asleep, and I did giggle when he was lowering himself in the in the sump pump <laughs> hole yeah. in the ground, yep. and when they opened the bird room and there was the this the perfectly curated right. sand pentagram right i got a chuckle out of it so very good <laughs> so with andrew's half sheba uh bryce with the two bath shebas molly's three and my one that gives us a 1.625 like if fair. you're if you're being if you're being generous so 1.625 bath shebas is the official documentary rating for this stupid ass documentary. <laughs> Andrew Milko, I want to thank you, my friend, for spending some time with us tonight, uh, sharing the spookiness of Rhode Island, uh, showing us how right we were to dislike this 
this mm-hmm. uh, documentary. But truthfully, you gave uh, the best, the spookiest part of this documentary came from your story. So, so thank you, man. It was an absolute pleasure. Thank yeah. you for having me. If uh, you ever want to, uh, anybody wants to come out to Rhode Island, I'm, I make an excellent tour guide. Andrew, you've already sold me. I want to go. You yeah, should be like should. a director of tourism there because like I want to breed a pamphlet of all your favorite places. I, yeah. So you, I, I will, I will, I'm a, I'll, I'll start making a list love it love it ghost <laughs> uh, tour guide andrew has a a wonderful family so shout out to your family I, I i miss them very much you make wonderful art and tattoos where can people find you mr milko if uh if if they want to if you, uh, you can plug. find me on the instagrams uh, at andrew underscore milko or at uh the other club dot ri my my little studio where i make make all sorts of arts um you can also find me at andrewmilko.com and I like uh, I take commissions for paintings and design and tattoos and whatever other arts you need. Yeah. So everybody uh, take a look at your wherever you're watch or listening to this podcast and look at the, the nice little logo that we have. Andrew was gracious enough to make that for us. So thank you, sir, for that. You've done amazing work. I've given you like what like a third of my body to, to tattoo and we've had uh, some projects. Yeah, we've, we've done, we've projects. done signage. We've done all kinds of stuff. So, you know, I love you. I appreciate you. Thank you very much, sir. Um, as for the rest of the crew, you all know that if I was going to go to uh, a haunted place and, and sleep overnight that I don't, there's no one else that I would take. So uh, besides maybe my lovely bride to be, um, oh, Nikki's coming for sure. Yeah, but, but here's the thing. She would actually be scared as that's shit. Okay. So, that's okay. Um, but that would actually <laughs> we'll protect be... protect her. Yeah, that's right. That's what I do best, right? We're so skeptical that her scared scaredness would add another layer of fun. Because it's would be like, it's okay, Nikki. <laughs> it was just Bryce fucking around in the other room. <laughs> Ooh. And then I come out of a different room like, no, Ooh. that wasn't me. That wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about next week's episode. For next week, our crew will be like lightening things up just a little bit with a look at the hilarious and kind of outrageous documentary called Winnebago Man. This is a film that looks into the internet phenomenon that was a series of 20-year-old video outtakes from a Winnebago salesman who became YouTube famous for his profane outbursts. This documentary is touted to be one of the funniest documentaries ever made. So we will we will find out if that's how how it goes. Andrew, Bryce, Molly, anyone seen Winnebago Man? I have not. I'm familiar with Winnebago Man. Okay, well, Andrew, I hope that you check it out. I know we are. I am looking forward to this one. Documentaries have a a tendency a lot of times to be serious or make you, you know, thought-provoking and things like that. I like when we run across one that that hopefully makes us laugh and go, what the hell? And uh, it looked like a good time. I watched the trailer, but I haven't seen it yet, so... Hopefully this accomplishes a few laughs because I love to laugh. Laughing is my favorite. Uh, Winnebago Man can be streamed on Tubi, so you're going to have to watch ads, but you get to see it for free, so that's cool. Next week, we're going to put on our shirts and ties. We're going to stand in front of our Winnebagos and yell profanities directly into the camera one documentary at a time. If you want to connect with our documentary crew, look for at documentary podcast on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, or... You can reach out to us via email at info.documentary at gmail.com. On behalf of Andrew Milko, Molly, Bryce, 
and the entire documentary family. I'm your host, Jeff Kalaski, and I want to thank you all for listening. I hope you keep your minds open and be kind to each other. Goodbye. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Bye. Andrew, say bye. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) That's the Sherman.